You're about to listen to a message by Reverend Yomi Kasali of Foundation of Truth Assembly. May the word you hear bear fruit in your heart now and always. I've seen you do well, you God. I've seen you just give it to God. He working out. How do I know? I've seen you do well. Yes, glory to God. Those hands again. I appreciate them. I appreciate the choir. Praise God. Tell somebody I've seen him do it. Tell that person he will do it for you. Look for somebody else. Look for somebody else and say, I've seen him do it. No, say it like you mean it. Say, he will do it for you. Look for just one more person, just one more person in church. Tell that person very much, I've seen him do it. He's raised the dead, he's healed the sick, he's lifted the poor. Tell that person he will do it for you. Put those hands together, church people. Hallelujah! Hallelujah! The only thing God will not do for you is what you can't conceive. Important. I want to ignite a fire in you today. I hope I can speak for just 30, 40 minutes. I'm gone. I want to talk to you. I want to talk to you. Thank you for that number. I've seen him do it. I've seen him do it. No, no, no. I'm, I'm, I'm not joking. I've seen him do it. No, no, no. I'm serious. It's not a song. They think I'm singing. I have seen him do it. And I want him to do much more. I want him to do much more for me. I'm going to read two verses of scriptures and I'm going to sit down. While standing off, you open your Bibles to. I'm struggling which text, which passage to use as my text. Proverbs 29, verse 18. And then Ephesians chapter 3, verse 20. Very popular passage of scriptures. Where's my painter? I want to introduce to you this morning the painter's brush. Come in here. I went to a conference in America many years ago and I was amazed. I bought the paint. We were, it was a conference we were running and I sat there in that conference and they were preaching and different speakers came in to preach and a young a woman was painting. This young painter is going to be painting. I understand he's a painter. I've never seen his work before. Clap for him for me. I want you to paint this way. You're going to then turn in this way, right? Yes. For you to be a painter, I want to speak about the power of vision today. For you to be a painter, for you to paint anything that can be visible, you need a canvas. A little bit more. Tilt it. No, tilt it. I don't want him to see what you're painting. Uh-huh. So it's just you painting while I preach. Is that okay? So you need a canvas. This is a canvas. You need a brush. He's got his brush. You need a painter's hands. And above all, you need a vision. This guy is going to be painting something here. You may see him active. But if there's nothing here, you see nothing on the canvas. 
There's nothing here. You see nothing on the canvas. And that's why I'm going today. Proverbs 29 verse 18. It's important. Where there is no revelation or vision, the people perish or cast off restraint. Where there is no revelation or vision, the people perish. Ephesians chapter 3 verse number 20. Ephesians chapter 3. Now to him who is able, and that's what the music director taught us today and sang. I've seen him do it. Do what? Do what? As I'm going. Doing is able. It's an active word. Potent. Powerful. Now to him, God, who is able or powerful to do, I've seen him do it. Now to him that is able to do it. Someone say do it. Say it again. Because we've seen him do it. Now to him, watch me, that is able to do it. To do it. Whatever you want him to do is able to do it. And that's the truth. That is the truth. Not a truth. The truth. Absolute. You can't change the fact that God is able to do. I'm being honest with you. He's not disabled, unable. He's able to do. He's able to do, to do. He's able to do it. He can. However, according to the power that worketh in us. Now, what he's able to do is what we are asking or thinking. This is cut blanche. This is massive. This is open check. This is this verse of scripture. Every time I read it, I have to ask myself, do you believe it? I have to tell myself the truth. Sometimes I doubt if I truly really believe Ephesians 3.20. Can we read together again? All of us want to go. This guy is giving me NIV and I like it this morning. I don't usually read NIV. I like the word imagine because I'm going to. Once again, now to him who is able to do immeasurably or exceedingly, abundantly, above what we ask or imagine or envision. Imagine according to the power that is at work within us. Father, we ask that you bless this word today with understanding, with insight. In Jesus' name. Amen. Put your hands together and have your sin in God's presence. The painter's vision. I, I, this was triggered three weeks ago when I was thinking about Nigeria. Thinking about all our challenges and our crises in this great country. 180 million people, 250 um, ethnic groups, God knows how many languages we speak. And I was just thinking and trying to prefer a solution for this country. All kinds of stuff have been flying over the social media about Nigeria. You, know, you probably have been picking up quite a lot as well. The southern part of this country, southwest, south, south, southeast, are very active when it comes to social media. Millions of young people are very active. 
We post all kinds of things on social media platforms, different kind of things. The truth and the lies, rumors, all kinds. And a few of those things got me, you know, got my attention. And I read one and I began to think about how to solve and how to fix the Nigerian problem. I mean, not that I want to fix it. I just think to myself, how, what's a problem? What is really our problem? Oh, yes. I'm an advocate, by the way, of restructuring this country. I totally believe in it. I think it's a way forward. Also, I do not believe we should break this country. I think the better, we're better together, but restructured. We can have a fractured country. Right now, we have a fractured country. I totally believe in Nigerian vision, the Nigerian project, even though it's not ours. Somebody sent something to me, and I've told them, I'm sure you probably saw it as well, the, the historical account of this country called Niger area or Nigeria. How Lord Lugard gave the name Nigeria in 1914. How they amalgamated the, the tribes and the peoples, different tribes, ethnic groups, together to become a nation. And I began to ask myself, wait a minute, what a visionary person. People that had vision, to say, look, I have a vision of building a great nation. Because you can't build without a vision. Can we bring this and this and that, bring them together? Even in a small church like ours, we can't even agree on some issues. As well as we are, we can't even agree. We are struggling to agree on some issues. So that a person can conceive in their minds, the British, conceive here. To say, let's make a nation out of different people. Wow! That was, I'm thinking, vision, imagination, imagination. We can bring them together. They can be a great nation, a great people. Go back to Genesis 11. You find it there. Let's build us a name, build us a city, build us a tower. There are builders and there are those that don't build. I love builders. I love visionary people. I love men and women that can think, imagine. Because God wants us to imagine. God wants us to imagine. Imagine above what you can think or ask. Or ask or imagine. God wants people to envision. To bring out stuff. Your mind should not be wasted. Don't waste your mind. Don't waste it. Exercise it. Use it. So I began, because I am, I am a person that I'm attracted to visionary leaders. I'm attracted to people that think big. That think new. That think vision. I don't like people that are FTI empty. I don't like them around me. Think. Conceive. Conceive greatness. I've seen him do it. He can do it for you. He can do anything you can imagine. Somebody said years ago, if you can conceive it, you can achieve it. If you can conceive it, you can achieve it. The problem with church is that since we became born again, we tend to think born againism is supposed to stop us from thinking. Stop us from being creative. Stop us from, from dreaming. I don't want that your brand of born againism. I don't want it. I honestly don't want it. I would rather not be born again. If that's what it means to be born again, I don't want it. I don't want to be born again. If being born again will stop my creativity, stop me from being a dreamer, stop me from envisioning, rather, it should help me. 
should trigger it. Because they let us make man after our own image. God was the first greatest dreamer. In the beginning, God created. He brought it and let that be. And God created the sun, the moon, the earth, the oceans, the rivers, the land. The man. He created everything that we see today. God brought it forth. It was a product of vision. 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 God produced what we see today. The entire cosmos. Say, I'm going to make man to be like me. So man can also think like me. Also envision like me. Also dream like me. Also, also imagine like me. I'm, I'm, I am, I am, I just like people that can envision. I like visionary creatures around me. I like them. And that's why I think it's time for us to talk to us. I'll talk to you. You people here. Because you're not visionary people. It looks like we think Christianity is supposed to make us moral creatures at the essence of becoming visionary. No. We are better visionary people because we have also strong moral base. It's not just a faith to teach you how to do things morals alone. No, beyond that, that's your basis. But beyond that, you should not begin to say, how do we take over? How do we ensure that we oversee and run things. How do we think, envision things and birth things? How do we birth things? There are not too many men and women of vision around us. We don't have people of vision. We don't have them. We have people just want to sit down, do nothing, and then let others think for them, the vision for them. They just eat, eat. No. Vision. Where there's no vision, people perish. Somebody conceived the vision of Nigeria. Now, that's why people have been saying that. Wait a minute. Somebody brought us together, conceived us. We never planned it. Now, we want to now say, let's go our different ways. I don't mind. Let's go our different ways. Going our different ways to do what? You will still need visionary leaders to help you exist as little entities. <laughs> or you just die. Because in those different ways again, you will then begin to say, let us go our smaller, different unit ways. Vision will keep you together. It's not going away that's the problem. Oh, it's because we lack leaders with a vision in this country. We don't have leaders that have vision for Nigeria. That's a problem with Nigeria. The person that brought together that had a vision died years ago. Now you are now there sustaining and managing the vision. If we have leaders that have vision, vision for the great country called Nigeria, Abba. Hmm. America was born many years ago. About 300 years ago. And then somebody in our old generation, this same generation, one man sat one day, called a few kings together. He said, I have a vision. I want to build something like America. We're very big. Can we do it? He said, how? Let's call it UAE. United Arab Emirates. Let's make it the finest. The best, finest brains in the world will come here. They'll build us the largest, the best malls, buildings, architecture, and we can have it. This is our generation. And so that became a Dubai that you all go to. A human being conceived it. They're not Christians. They're not born again. The man is alive. So what what choices are born again is if you can't even conceive anything? And, I mean, a human being. I love architectural work. I have a book in my office called 
the wonders of the world. When I'm, when I'm down and depressed and I want to just receive a vision to ignite my fire, I pick up the book. I've never gone through it ever in my life. I go four, five, seven, eight pages. I drop it. I'm like, ah, ah human beings did this thing. The, thing. the thing fires me. Human beings did this thing. They're not angels. And they're not Christians. Go to China. I see the great Chinese wall. Human being conceived. Let's build a wall. And, and, and sometimes it amazes me. I say, I want us to have a vision of a choir of 100 members. They can't agree with me. That's small vision. I'm not saying a wall. Can we do our watch service at a stadium? They say it's not possible. I mean, that's small vision. And you can imagine what I'm going through. You can imagine my pain. That do I have men and women? I'm like, I have vision. Don't you guys have vision? Want to die like this? Do something before you die. Do something. Let them know you came. You saw, and you conquered before you go. Don't just go unnoticed. When I go, I want them to know that somebody has left. Ah, if the casino has gone, yeah, that man, visionary. That's what I'm saying. I want them to know I've gone. Don't just come, you go die. Nobody even know when you are around. It was a good reader to bad rubbish. Have a vision. Be have a vision. You see, I'm not happy with all of you. You don't have a vision. What is the vision for your life? Let's talk to ourselves. What is your vision? I want to be a Christian. You are a Christian. My vision is I won't commit adultery. You should not commit adultery. What is your vision for your business? You don't have any. What's wrong with you? What's wrong with you? Are you happy the way you are? Can't you have a vision? What is wrong? Why are you wasting your mind? Put something there. Put something. Put a vision in your mind that my vision no. You have the biggest shop in uh, Sulere. Have a vision. It's better to have one and don't achieve it than have nothing and achieve it. You're an achiever of nothing. Have something. Have something. Vision. Vision. All these things you see today, somebody conceived the vision of Zenith Bank. Look at how big it is. Somebody conceived the vision of a local group, Dangote group. Look at how it is. A human being Muslim. And of course, you, you are speaking in tongues every Sunday. What's your tongue speaking? What's it for? Somebody conceived the vision of GT Bank. Look how it is. Employing hundreds of thousands of people. Blessing homes. A human being conceived it, not angels. As I said this morning, I want to talk to you people in photo because we have to change the way we see and perceive Christianity. It's not an escapist religion to get born again to escape to heaven. No, I'm not escaping to heaven. No, I'm walking gallantly to heaven as one that I conquered the earth. And you say, Well done, son. You did well on earth. You didn't represent anywhere. Yes, Lord. You give me the vision, the power. And I said, I'm going to represent you and release who you are. Show them who you are. Not escaping. So don't come and say, at least I'm born again. Heaven is my home. I want to escape from hell. Waiting to die. No, no, no. That's not me. Let us, while you are here, do something with your life. And your life would not mean anything without a vision. Have a vision. There are people listening to me here that don't have individual vision at all. You are here. You don't have anything. You don't have any. Ah! You don't have anything. You don't have any vision. Hold on. 
You don't have anything, anything. You just live in hand to mouth, salary, go up and die. I don't, I don't know how you can live. I can't live like you. I can't. I want to have a vision. Let me chase my vision and I know I fail because I have one. Some of the greatest visionaries in scriptures, they didn't achieve theirs in their lifetime. Abraham didn't see the nation. But God told him, I will make of you great nations. Great nations. And he stepped out. He stepped out by faith out of his familiar territory. He said, I want to go and set up a new nation. God called me to set up a new nation. And he stepped out. It's time for us in church to start understanding what God has called us to become and to do. Vision. My vision is clear. Raising godly people to take over the territory of Sulere. I've been saying it. If you have not heard me, then you are deaf. We have to. And we can't. I can't achieve that with people around me that don't have the same vision. I'm not. I'm tired of status quo. I'm not just waking up every morning. You know, have you ever got to a point where you don't want to go to church on Sunday? Because you think you are going to run church. Ah, okay, this, they do have a vision. I, I tell you, just go there every Sunday morning, then teach them again. Praise the Lord. Let's open our Bible to Matthew chapter 5. Bless those that are pure in heart. I know one. I know that. I know they are blessed when they are pure in heart. They shall see the Lord. But when they are on earth and come, let us tell ourselves the truth. You guys don't have vision. And so when you now see people with vision, you become threatened. You become frightened. You sometimes kill them. Stab them. Some of you don't have vision for excellence. Of doing things right and doing things well. Doing things right and doing things well. The excellence is vision. Excellence is a spirit and a vision. Don't just do it anyhow. Some of you don't do it anyhow. Let's say in your house, they can serve you food anyhow. You eat it. No, I don't. My, my, my cook knows that. My wife knows that. I complain about the cup, the spoon. You must serve me the right way. That is your maker, Sally. If you don't like it, that's your business, as me. It's not of the food. I want to eat it the right way. My vision of how my food should be served. The vision of how my bed should be laid. I tell my staff, lay my bed well. Vision is not bad. God expects you to have one. Now unto him we is able to do exceedingly abundant above what you ask or think or envision or imagine. So he's saying to you, don't just ask me. Also, think. Make your dreams big. Think big. I have a vision for your life. I have a vision for my son. I have a vision for my daughter. What I want him to be. What I want her to be. I will give her all that she is needed so my daughter can become what she wants to be. I will equip her, support her, assist her, encourage her, be there. So on that day when I imagine her on the hire to go and marry, I say, yes, this is daughter. I, this is my vision for you, son. Daughter. This is what I, I envisioned this. I knew this would happen. This was my dream for you. You can't just say, I have no vision. How can you have no vision? How can you be and exist and you have no vision? This today, I'm going to close now. Because I'm getting tired. You must leave your answer to yourself. What is my vision? What in the next 10 years, where do I want to be? 10 is too much. The next two years. Don't just say, hey, I want to be alive, not dead. God will keep you alive in Jesus' name. You will not die in Jesus' name. But alive to do what? 
know what you want to be alive for. I'm tired of people without vision. Venture into something and fail is better than do nothing. I keep telling you, try. Look, 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 look. Me, I stepped out from this place. We're both here. Me, I tried going to that place. I've made, watch me, I've made some steps, some steps, some steps. I get here, I found out that I failed. You, you are still there. I have done something you have not done. I have a journey you don't have. I have an experience you will never have. By all standards, I'm better than you. I'm telling the truth. I'm better than you. I have a vision that this church should not continue. But your own vision is this church must never be full. I don't know why. I, I, I don't know why you do have that vision. You like it like this. I'm not like it. I come in, I see the same teachers, I'm hungry. You are okay. I have a vision that we should have more people join us. You say, no, let us have the church for us alone. Ah, what's wrong with you people? You see new faces, you chase them away. Why? They're not dressing well. They don't look good. Ah, they are richer than us. Why are you intimidated with wealth? What's wrong with you? You like it this way. The smaller, the better. Who told you that? I walk around the church premises, I get angry sometimes. I'm like, ah, am I the only one with a vision in the photon? This thing should not be here. That shouldn't be there. Others don't see it. They don't care because there's no... I'm telling you, they don't have vision. They see it, they like it. How can you like it this way? How can you like it that way? How can you see it and say it's okay? No, it's not okay. I'd rather you say it's not okay, Pastor, but I can't do anything about it. I prefer you that the person has not seen it at all. You should see what is wrong around us and tell me, Reverend, I wish I could do something, but I can't. I, I like you better than the person that does anything wrong in it. Everything that God does, it starts with a vision. Go on, your Bible. Every time, God always wants to be sure that you are seeing right. Jesus said it too. He asked Jeremiah, what do you see? Chapter 1. Jeremiah, what sees thou? I like God. What sees thou? I can't walk with you if you don't see. <laughs> what sees thou? Chapter 1, verse 6, 7. Is that I see an almond tree. Good. You must see, oh. If you don't see, I can't walk with you. He told Amos, Amos, what sees thou? To attract Moses, he had to create a vision of a burning bush to distract him. And attract. Are you seeing it? Yes. Moses, Moses, come there. What is your vision? Don't just, I mean, I, I don't understand. Look. A few days ago, I was involved in some interview sessions for some multi, some big organization. And we're trying to employ the CFO of that organization. And we interview like many people, 18 people particularly. And the, a lot of us interview panel, like nine of us. The question I asked them, everybody knew. Oh, Rebecca Sadio asked me three questions. Sir, what is your vision for this institution? That's what my own. I wasn't asking, others are asking about their courses, their. Okay. What is your vision? Somebody came down and said, You see where I rest him down. I said, You came here to become a CFO for this place. You don't have a vision. It's not clear. What's up with you? I said, But for me, you have failed it. After vision question, I asked them leadership question. I said, Are you a leader? Yes. What will you do to change the way things are done here? One said, I will just continue to do what my researcher is doing. Ah, you have failed. You continue to do what your. Research is doing, ah, uh, you are, for me, oh, you fail my interview. For me as a person. Because that's how God works. Go and check your Bible. 
God is not going to ordain a Saul to take over from a Peter to continue to do what Peter is doing. Peter could not reach Gentiles. I need a Saul that will do what Peter cannot do. So if God Saul saved, made him a Paul, and Paul said, Sir, if you give me this job, what I will do is I will go to extreme hotter ends of the earth where Peter is afraid to go to, I will go there. God said, you are the man for the job. Come on board. So we have a Paul the apostle. Not to anoint another Peter, to continue Peter's work. Organizations that die, that's how they die. Go and check it. Just put them there to continue. And because you put them to continue, what usually happens is that they go lower. That's because you cannot maintain the same tempo. You cannot, it's, it's impossible to continue. In your bid to continue, you have to drop standards. You, you can't, except you want to increase a bit. For you to increase a bit, you must come in with a passion to say, I will do better. Then you can do better. But if you have a vision of just continuing, I bet you, you will go out lower. You will lower it. It's not possible. Because if, if this is your peak, this is your dream, you, can, you, you can't achieve it. You go down. You must raise the bar. You must raise the standard. You must drive yourself. You must push yourself. There are young entrepreneurs here still in businesses. Why? You want to play safe. Nobody ever achieved greatness without taking risk. You prefer to work in that bank or that company and be taking salary. You are afraid of venturing out to start on your own. Fear has crippled you. Why you are taking salary? Somebody started that company. Where you are, somebody started it. <laughs> somebody started it. That person was a visionary. Visionary. I'm talking to you. I'm asking God to raise new breed of fortarians. Men and women who have vision for youth ministry, vision for music ministry, vision for evangelism, vision for e-church, vision. And on their own say, Reverend, can we do this? I say, go ahead. I bless you. Go and do it. And they will run with the vision. Not for church, for their own lives. God is interested in what you conceive. Your minds are conceiving nothing, and I'm bothered. People come to my office and I, I wait for them to share me their vision for life. They don't have any. They wonder, ah, how can you be living without a vision? I don't get you. I honestly don't understand you. I don't understand you. How can you be alive without a vision? You all are painters. We're all painters. What vision does is a vision is a picture of your future. A desired picture of your future. What kind of future do you want for yourself? Tell me. God is asking you, what kind of future? I can do it. I've seen him do it. He can do it for you. But so you tell me, what kind of picture do you want for your future? Now, there is one that God has created for you. Because what God has created for you is massive. He wants you to take over everywhere. But do you align and agree with him? No. Okay, tell me what your own picture is for your own future. Or what's your own vision? What's your vision? That guy is painting something. Whatever he's painting, he must have it here. And many of us are like that guy. You know what we're painting? We're painting somebody else's vision. But this painting that is not original, it's not new. Mona Lisa was original. Somebody sat and painted it. She had a canvas. He had a canvas. He had a brush. He had 
You have the vision above all. The brush is useless. The canvas is useless without the vision. I can put this artwork. You see, some artworks go for a million dollars. What is here? Say, well, you don't understand it. It's a masterpiece of a artist. Put it down. Somebody in his mind or his mind, they put it down and they go, he say, wow, this is wonderful. That's why I love architects. When God was going to build his temple, God had to call Moses. Moses, let's go to the mountaintop. Hebrews chapter 8 verse 5. They see that you build according to the pattern that is shown. See, you can't build without seeing. All of us are builders of our lives. You see, God, God told him there, see, look at that capital S-E-E. See, for see. Somebody shout see. Shout it again. See. Once more. See. That's the key word. See. Saith he, that thou makest all things according to the pattern shown to thee. See! You have to see! You have to see! It doesn't build church originally. Fota is a unique church. So when I struggle with people, they don't understand it. I'm not building another church. I'm building as I see. And he's saying, our vision is different. So people say, no, let's build it the way Agrican was built, the way Methodist was built, the way in our Methodist church we sing him in the morning. No, we must build according to a vision. I have a vision. It might take me 50 years. Maybe I'll, I'll die before that time, but I will continue to push my vision. I will continue to push it. Somebody will come in your life. They will leave you very soon. Their role has been played just to help you out, do some few things, and they go. I understand that very much. Some will come to stay with you through the hand. Some will come just to play their own role. After four, five years, six years, to help you gather some things, they walk away to the next assignment God has given to them. I don't mind, but please don't stop my vision. Of building and raising the godly people and taking over the territory for Jesus. We have to. We are supposed to have Vision Sunday. So take this as my Vision Sunday. So <laughs> where I share my vision with my people. This is not just another church. Where you just go on Sunday morning and then after Sunday you go home. No. We have a vision here. We're far from the vision. We are far from it. Because people don't understand that we must build according to a pattern. A pattern that is showed. I will share with you shortly the ingredients of the vision. If those things are not there, then it's not a vision. It's just a wishful thinking. Vision. I'm here to inspire you, to encourage you, to push you, to push you. You will never get there. Have you conceived, Joel, your vision for your music ministry and say, I want to be the best, the top ten in Nigeria in the next five years, eight years? It will take hard work. You have to work harder. You have to see the people you want to benchmark yourself with. You have to ask God to give you your own songs. It's doable. I've seen him do it. He can do it for you. But he can only do what you can think of. According as we ask or think. So if you're not thinking it, you are hindering him. You are stopping him. He's not a problem. You are the problem. So he's asking you, can you think it? I can do it for you. Can you think it? Yes, I can. Well, go ahead and think it. I won't. But God, do it for me. Do what? I can only do what you can think. You are stopping him from doing what he wants to do in your life because you refuse to have a vision. He wants to do it. You are stopping him from doing it. Nobody here doubts he can do it, but I doubt you can think it. The problem is you not thinking it, not him doing it. 
Can we think it? Can we imagine it? A brilliant, massive, impactful church that determines the moral life of our environment. Can we think it? Can we imagine it? Take over the 20% or 10% of the economy of Sudan. Can we think it? Can we imagine it? Can we try to think it and imagine it? Not just another church. I'm not the religious person. I don't want to do church. I don't want to be part of a church that's not impactful. I'd rather join a living dog than a dead lion. Lion, I mean, large in size, but dead in action. Solomon said, a living dog is better than a dead lion. I want a church with massive size, but no impact. That living dog can bark and bite. A dead lion cannot run and kill. It's dead. It's dead. I'd rather be part of a church that is living, alive to the responsibility community, alive with vision. I'm talking to you to get a vision for your life. You don't have one. You're just thinking is that now I'm 29. I finished school three years ago. The next agenda is to marry. Okay, after marry, and then I will have children. Have children. Uh, take them to school. I will register Ada. Ada will go to school. China and Nasa will go to school. After school. They will finish school and then start. Eh? Think, think of me. I know they will marry first now. Then they will marry. How they marry? Then they start taking care of me. Then, eh? After I go, eh? After I wait, I will now go back to my village. Now I now go back to my village. After I go back to my village, eh? You die. I want to. I'm waiting for that die. Nobody wants to die. Can you say, all of them don't want to die. I'm waiting for somebody to say I will die. They don't want to die. They keep going, going, going. I said, okay, I thought it's late. I said, hey, hey. They don't want to say I will die. Exactly. They will still die. Nobody wants to die. They don't want to mention that die. They, say, they just give them, they take them to school. I've been children. After that, you go, you die. And you're gone. And that's what you did in your life. Something more. This life is it's precious. How many more years do we have to live? Abba, how many more years do I have? Let's do something. Let them know that we, we lived, we came. Abba, they must know we came home. Abba, they must know we came. We must put our foot in there. I remember those days when I was much younger in school. When you go to some new places, you put your signature in the restroom. You know, I used to, my name was Sneaky. They call me Sneaky. It was here. And I Sneaky was here. And I put my sign, cha-cha-cha, I live. So my friends knew that Sneaky was here. You must let them know you are here. You must put your signature on this earth. Or your area. Let them know you are here. Do some crazy things. Let them know you are a crazy man that was here. Do something. Nobody, I mean, that's people that, that came and left. You can't tell me how old No, no, We all know. Bakari. Everybody, they know that Bakari. match. He match for people. SNG. If he dies tomorrow, Bakari was here. He's done something beyond just running a church and teaching Bible study. Let them know you are here. You came. I want them to know Kasali came, he come card, and he left. I must do something, and I've just started. You must have your own vision. Don't just, just, just join them, Sha, Sha, Wambe, Sha. 
You know those people that don't believe shy? Call them the shy people. Praise God. Have you gotten something this morning? Are you sure? My aim is not to teach an ecclesiastical message or an homiletically balanced message. My aim is to tell you, have a vision for your life. I don't want to sermonize you this morning. I don't want to. I would rather impregnate you without a great sermon than great, preach a great sermon and then do not impregnate you. And you still live here the same way you came. I want to distort your comfort. I want you to be uncomfortable after today. I want you to go home and get yourself angry. The reverend spoke to me today. God used that word to speak to me. I don't have a vision, Julio. What's my vision? I have no vision, no. I write it down today. I want to achieve these three things in the next three years. One, two, three. If you put marriage there, I'll fight you. <laughs> because I know that they don't put marriage there. My vision is to marry. Can you imagine that vision? You must put something that everybody around can feel your impact. Feel your impact. I always, when I use the word envy, I'm not, I'm not jealous. I always envy visionary leaders. Can you please project for me the buildings? I, 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 have, I love buildings. I love architectural designs a lot. I love them. The new church photo we built, I want us to build something that will make a difference. Somebody conceived this. It's called Taj Mahal. 1632. It took 14 years. I saw something that took 90 years to build. 90. Buddha, you know Buddha? Buddha the king. There was a, there's a, a statue of Buddha in China. 340 feet high. They built it before Christ was born. 613 before CE. It took them 90 years. I said, those people that built that stone structure before Christ was born. And to them 90 years. Human beings conceived the vision. Like a tower babel. And we are here today. We can't even have a vision of changing chair in church without fighting ourselves. We can't have a vision of saying, let Fota leave this place and go to a bigger place and buy a bigger place or a building to have more people to make impact. You fight. Look at these things were built how many years ago? 38 meter tall. Christ redeemer statue, one of them five foot tall. Somebody conceived it. This did not fall down from heaven. Somebody thought of it here. Which everything you see in there. Started in one man's mind, not multiple. One man, because vision starts with one. Others come to support it. One on the, Sydney, look at that massive. I, I was saying myself, what kind of architect designed this to even think of it? It is doable, it is possible. Started in 1959, was completed in 1973. It takes years. We must start thinking. Look at that, my God. Designed with a striking lean at 160 meters to 520 feet and 35 stories. One of the tallest buildings in the city and inclined 18 inch degrees to the west. Look at that creature. Look at that thing. That look, which mind coughed that out? Somebody's mind coughed it out. Somebody's mind coughed this out. In my, these are modern day. If I go to the ancient ones, you'll be surprised. Modern minds. And these were not born again, perhaps. Just, just conceiving. If you can conceive it, you can what? Achieve it! Next! Tower Infinity is a tower to be considered near the Incheon Airport, just as a Seoul, South Korea. This is supposed to be the world's fine, first invisible tower. It's there, but you won't see it. It's there. Look at this one, like a ball. I have so many things. Structure is shaped like a round metal ball in between a rectangular tower building. The planetarium of the Science Museum is regarded as the world's largest. Look at that. Human beings conceived all these things, so not angels. Not angels. 
If you continue $8 billion, you say, how much it costs us? We'll build it. The tallest, somebody said, I want to build the tallest building in the earth. It's in Dubai right now. Sion is trying to beat that one. They're trying to build that one too. And then we in Nigeria, nobody, we are fighting about uh, want, to, want to break Nigeria. Because we don't have a visionary leader. No leader is saying, look, I'm the only one that is trying. The only one that's trying. Not because I really like him or don't tell anybody I don't like him. Because he'll fight me. It's Tinumbu. A man that says, I want to build twice the city of Victoria Island. For a man being to conceive that, they call it Eco Atlantic. No Victoria Island as big as this. Man conceived, can we build times two of VI, a new VI? In our generation, he's alive, not dead. The man is alive, not dead. Can I build a new VI? He now went to the ocean, Abby, to start reclaiming the ocean. They put sand in the ocean. Now start building a new city. In your own time, you are sitting here. You can't have a vision of buying a new chair in your house. In your own time. Shh, a Muslim. When I talk, people just don't understand me. And some leaders come to my office, and I'm like, "This people are not visionary. I'm on a vision." And they think I'm joking. And we should be talking about bigger things for God. Bigger things for God. And then, whether you like it, envy him, love him, like him, dislike him. Adebo, he said, "I want to build a three-kilometer church." It's a vision. We just like hate him. It's a vision. You go and have your own. Create your own. You won't have one. Those that have one, you'll be fighting them. Man is building it. A three kilometer church. In my time, before I die, as a neighbor, I will do something that the old world was there as somebody did. Don't waste your mind. Put something there. Put it to work. <laughs> put your mind. Put a vision there. It might take years. Though it tarries, wait for it. It shall not cease. Habakkuk chapter 2, verse 2. It says, write down the vision. The word write for me is paint the vision. This man is painting a vision. Write it down, what you are seeing. Write it down, paint your vision. You are your own painter of your future. You are the painter of your future. The canvas is there, it's called life. The brush is there, it's called time. The paint is there, what you lack is a vision. I see your life, 40 year old, 38 year old. What have you done with it? Nothing. The canvas is empty. Why? You have no vision. Your mind is empty. Let God put a vision in your mind. Your life becomes a canvas. Your time becomes a brush. With time you start putting the vision here on your life. By the time you are 50, wow, look at this life. We can see a life well spent. Now look at your life, your canvas, I say nothing. What have you been doing the last 20 years, 30 years, 40 years? Nothing. Ah, I see no vision because I don't see any time well spent. I'm not seeing any vision. Your life is not showing me a direction. My brother called me from Dublin. He's not doing very well. He's into drugs. So I've been fighting him to quit drugs. He called me a few days ago and he was crying on the phone. So you have to send him some money. So I was talking to him. You know what he said to me? He said, you're me. I always knew it. I remember that day. He reminded me one day. I didn't even remember. One day, remember that day when we were in Jebu? We went for our dad's layer festival. And you were telling me that you would do something very great in this family, that you'll be the biggest. I said, me? I told you? He said, yes. I said, I can't remember. So you told me. He said, indeed, you have made us all proud. 
All of us are just there doing nothing. He's older than me, by the way. All other ones are older than me. They are still there. And I said, hey, she, you have just started. I have not, I have not done anything. I'm, I feel like a failure. Ah, don't go there. I'm being honest with you. Because I'm not happy with my life. You may think I'm, I'm not happy with my life. I feel like a failure. I say because of the things I placed before myself and I've not achieved them. And time is going. I don't have too much time left. Time is going. Here he was, wishing he could be where I am. <laughs> Here I am, saying I feel like I've wasted five or eight years with the wrong people around me. I'm going to achieve a lot more if I had the right people around me to push me to my destiny. Reverend, is this what you want to do? We'll be with you. Let's go. Do something with our lives. Let's live this life better than just wake up in the morning, eat, and go and sleep. I don't, I'm, I'm tired. Let's do something with this life. This time we have, let's use it well. Put some stuff into your mind. It's got vision. Live for a cause. Live for a purpose. Live for a purpose. A purpose. More than just wake up in the morning, eat, and die and sleep. Ah! You wake up in the morning, you go back and sleep. You wake up in the morning, you go back and sleep. Ah! Are you not tired? Don't you, are you not tired of that kind of life? I'm tired of that kind of life, me. There must be something I'm living for. What am I living for? Rice and chicken. I'm tired of it. Watch African Magic. I'm tired of it. What am I living? Nothing. Ah! That's no good, though. You must say, I'm living to reach 1,000 people for Christ. I'm living to plant the biggest churches. Really. I'm living to start five little fishes and I want to feed 10,000 people if I die. I want to say, me, through my income, I'll be able to feed 10,000 people. I'm living to say, I want to send 50 people to university if I die. So, I will begin to put some money aside for scholarship. I'll go and set up one. I'll call it Fota Scholarship Fund. Reverend, can I, can I run it? Live for a purpose. Do something outside. Just wake up in the morning, take a bath, dress up, eat, go to work, come back at night. That's what you're going to. You are helping somebody's vision. Because that bank, for instance, Zenith, the MD say, my vision is to double the balance, the balance sheet. This. So all of my staff work for me. You are helping him achieve his vision. What is your own vision? My vision is just to wake up, eat, and then take salary. From salary, I'll save, save, save. But I'm, I retire. I mean, I, I, I don't want to retire hungry. Okay, I want to have one house. My father did not build a house. If that's a vision. I don't mind it. I'm about vision. I want to build a house. Uh, have that vision. I mean, but live for something outside yourself. Ambition is when it's just around you. Vision is when it affects others. Ambition is, I want to build a house. That's ambition. Vision is, I want to do something, a house for the poor. That's a vision. Vision is when people are impacted by your life. Ambition is when you get blessed from your life. I'm ambitious. I want to have two houses in Lagos. I want to have one house in London, one house in America. That's your ambition. Because you are doing enjoy that one. I want to build a house, a orphanage home. I want us to run an orphanage home with 50 children there every year. And we can give hope to them. That one goes on. You are helping others. Lives have been impacted and blessed by that project. Have a vision. <laughs> if you don't have one, join mine. Support my own. 
That man is painting another man's vision. Because somebody conceived it. I told him what to paint. I told him what to paint. He's a painter. But I told him what to paint. What I told him to paint is not even my own vision. Somebody has his vision. And that man, people don't respect him to tomorrow. And it's not fair. Because the man said, I have this vision. And the man, you and I, Pedro, are product of that vision. Yes or no? Do all of us are product of that vision? A man said, I will do it. He did it. You and I are there. I'm done. Eh? Eh? Okay, ingredients. <laughs> they want to know ingredients. They're following me. Praise God. Because I want to speak to you. I'm not preaching a sermon. I'm not speaking about... Let me not tell you a sermon here. Two minutes. I'm not speaking about revelation, as the Bible says it. That speaks about prophetic visions. That's not the vision I'm talking about today. Not revelations, which has to do with prophetic visions. Numbers 12 verse 6. Leadership vision in the temple. 1 Samuel chapter 3 verse 1. Interpretation of visions by priests. Second Chronicles 26 verse 5. Those ones are when God reveals something to you about what will happen in a nation, in a land, blah, blah. They're also called vision in the Bible. But they are more revelations than visions. Two, I'm not speaking about dreams. Like Joseph had a dream. That one is a feature of this. God revealed a dream to him about what will happen. Multitude of business comes a dream. Exodus 5, verse 3 to 7. Warning by night of imminent danger. Genesis 20, verse 3. When God warned Ahimelech, tonight, if you don't release that woman, you will die. Those are dreams that God tells you. But vision that I'm speaking about is number one, imaginations of your heart. That's what I mean by vision. Have an imagination of your heart. Can you draw, the word imagination means images. Can you on your own come up with images of your life? The kind of life you want to live to bless people. If from your heart. You call them imaginations of what? The heart. That's why God said in Genesis 11 that the thing that these men have imagined to do, imagined to do, their vision, I can't stop it, to build a tower of Babel, I can't stop it. Imaginations of your heart. Number two, pictures of the future. That's what I meant, vision. Pictures of the future. Habakkuk 2 verse 2 tells us we must have a picture. Caleb came at age 85. Give me this mountain. At that age, you should be preparing to retire. He said, no, as I was strong 40 years ago, so I am today. Give me this mountain. Remember, you promised me. Moses promised to give me the mountain. You got at that age, he had dreams, he had vision. He was still imagining himself owning that mountain. This is my territory. I want to own that territory. You stay there, I'll stay here. What a visionary leader. That's pictures of the future. Number three, desires. Joshua 14, verses to 14. Desires. To have desires. Ephesians 3:20. Finally, dreams of a person, your dream, your desire to say, This is what I want to become in the future. We are all painters. We have to paint our future with God's hand helping us. And what you paint is the vision you conceive. If I'm painting something, they must start from here. Yes or no? If I have nothing here, can I paint anything? Yes, I'm saying. Imagine, you are getting my point. People don't understand it. If you have nothing here, what would you be painting? Nothing. So the most important one is not the painter's brush 
or even all this. It is what you have here. That guy may not do a good job, may do a fantastic job, but the point is that he has something here and he's saying, and without any at work, without anything to be copying, he's saying, I have an idea of what he wants me to paint. I'm going to do it this way. So it's put together. You must start from here. That's why people don't do anything because they have nothing. Eh. That's what I'm saying. If you have something here, it would be easier to put your hand together and say, the works of my hands, I'm putting a vision together. I want to paint my life. This is the life I want to have. The life I want to live. I must paint my future. The canvas is useless. Brush is useless. Colors are useless without the vision and the concept. It's here. And it's difficult to communicate vision to people. But not everybody's going to understand your vision. Even in marriage, like we say, husband and wife must agree. You will tell your woman, I want to marry you. When I saw my wife, I wanted to, and I proposed to her 23 years ago, and 24 years ago, because we're not 23 by April. And she was telling me, she said, ah, Why should I marry you? I had to paint my future for her. She didn't marry my present, she married my future. Because my present was not too good to marry. You keep laughing at me when I say that thing. My present was not too good. You can't marry my present. Then, it was a very bad present. You couldn't fall in love with that present. So what I sold to my wife was my future. I sold her the future of a great pastor. I sold her the future of a visionary leader. I sold her the picture of someone that would make a difference in Nigeria. Someone that would take care of his family, that would love his children, that would take care of his wife, protect his wife. Someone that's not traditional, not cultural, but not even Western, but scriptural, biblical. So he said, Wow. Wow, I can see the picture. I'll say yes, I want to marry you. I didn't paint a picture of a money that would use money to spoil you. It wasn't money, it was vision. So if you see a girl struggling to understand the man to say yes to, because the man has not painted a picture to the woman. Maybe the man is empty upstairs, no picture to paint. So if the man is empty upstairs, no picture to paint to the girl, the girl says, okay, so why should I marry you? Marry me now, I beg now. It's not begging matter, why should I marry I'll, I'll try you. I'll make you happy. I bought you, I bought you Richard Card last night. <laughs> Maxim, I bought you Richard Card last night. I thought, am I not trying? Richard Card. We're talking about the future. Okay, I'll buy you iPhone 6. I'll buy iPhone 6 next month. I'll go and meet my boss. I'll take a loan from my office. I'll buy iPhone 6. See, you like iPhone 6. It's a proof that I'll take care of you in the future now. Who am I? Marry. Share the future, your, the picture of your future with me. Let me fall in love with the man tomorrow. So I don't mind waiting for you to get to that point. Tell me who you are. When you want to invest in a business, what do you invest in? The vision. The company can be small today. Some people invested in Microsoft when it was small. Steve Jobs when it was small. They saw the vision of Steve Jobs saying, we will conquer the world, we will have Apple, we will have devices. Wow, wow, this guy is going somewhere. How much do you need? Because I, I can see someone going. Investing in his future in his present. It was nothing in the present. You see him going somewhere, you put your money that this one is going somewhere. Vision. Vision. I'm asking you to please join me as we build the biggest most impactful church in our generation. We can. But people must understand my vision is big. We can. I'm not playing around with church. I want us to make impact in Lagos. Serious impact. Serious impact. Serious impact. 
See, I, won't, I, won't share, I won't share the whole vision with you yet because we go and collapse. It's just impact. Because you won't understand it. See, I'm not here to do church, Sunday school, uh, workers' academy. All those things are just ingredients to help us build a strong people, a strong army. Because where we are going to is still very far. The boy is tired of me. Are you done? I'm waiting for him to be done. If, he doesn't, if I'm done, if he's not done. This is a vision. No? This young man is doing vision truly. Now, wow. Totally off. <laughs> eh? Hey, get it. <laughs> he's trying. Praise God. I just want to check what he's doing. Eh? Oh, no, wow. <laughs> Some can do a worse job. You know, that's a good job. Brilliant job. If I show you, you'll be surprised. Clap for him. Because what I told him to draw, so to do. But you may not understand it, but I will explain to you in a short while. I told him to draw. I went to the US and the lady drew it in 10 15 minutes. I was shocked. And I saw the face of a lion. And she, she put Jesus in that lion. She drew a lion and put Christ in a lion. And after a while, the preacher said, turn the pain. And we saw it. Somebody says, Jesus is the king. Wow. The lion king. And we all gave the lady an applause and she went away. She said, we just told her to, we didn't even tell her what to do. Just give us a picture of Christ as you conceive it. So she was told to draw the picture of Christ as you conceive Christ. She was the one that came up with the picture of a lion and Christ in it. Not the preacher. Not the preacher. Now, if I tell you to do that, you will just preach Christ begging for bread. That's your understanding of Christ as you see it. Yes, you're laughing. Some of you will pray for Christ doing this. Some of the Christ on the cross, on the cross. Some Christ as a king. We all have different visions and pictures of Christ in our minds. That woman did a picture of Christ as king. Not on the cross, but in the lion. Then he comes out roaring like a lion because he's king. Not begging for bread, really, but you see some people saying he's begging them. Praise God. Now, the important for you, the ingredients to because of people like this. Number one, it is conceived before achieved. Seeing the invisible, write it down. If you don't see the invisible, it's not a vision. If it's something that's been done before, it's not vision. Hebrews eleven verses one to three, and then verse seven. That's it. If you want to understand the ingredient of vision, it must be, you must be seeing the word invisible. Hebrews chapter 11 says it all. Verse 27 said, Abraham, project for me, please. Verse 27 was seeing God. That's it. Who is invisible? He saw him who is invisible. King James says, He saw the invisible. That's a vision. That's a vision. You must see the invisible. In other words, something that's not been done before, you see it. All those things, you saw those pictures. Were not in existence. Those guys were originators of those, vi- those structures. They brought it forth. What is here is already existing. It's just painting it. But if you paint something that does not exist, you become what? Visionaire. Bless you. Bless you. I mean, it doesn't exist. You're cooking it up. 
I like visionary. Last night I told them when I came to church, I was here. I said, what are we doing? They set up this place for this morning service. Our morning service was wonderful this morning. They set up a beautiful talk show. And I stood there. I said, I must have a talk show. I said, I'm tired of talk shows. Let's do bar setting. Let's do snooker pool. Is there snooker pool? I said, yes. We are going to bring a pool here this morning to set up a pool here. Something has not been done in that. Do it! They can be playing pool and be discussing the issues. All of them said, Reverend, brilliant idea. I said, but please don't put it here. Because Pastor Pedro will say, we're desecrating the altar. Put it here. <laughs> we couldn't get the pool. We now say, let's try the bar. We said, how can we get the bar? Because my staff now understand the way I think. Never say it's impossible. Make it possible. He said, so we can pull up our study there. We can pull up this pool. I said, go do it. I was at the 10.30. They pulled that place up. They unscrewed. They set it up. I said, brilliant guys. Good night. I'm gone. Vision. If it has been done before, you're just replicating what has been done. Do something that has not been done before. We did 72 hours ever in our church. Say to me, I'm going to go to Jesha and do 10 days crusade. We have never done before. That's a vision. Do 10 days crusade in Jesha. That's a vision. To reach a thousand people. That's a vision. Do it. Don't just do what they, don't just replicate. Do something that's not been done before. There's still room. <laughs> There are still many more things that have not been done. Many. Don't say reverence, sir. Everything has been done. Who told you that? Did you know everything has been done before we got iPad? iPad came. We thought it was a joke. iPhones are coming. More inventions will still come. More. People, as I'm talking to you, people, Japanese, Indians, India, thinking in China, how can we have iPad on glasses? Yeah, you see, you say, ah, you see, you can't conceive it, you can't achieve it. I just conceived it now. Somebody else can achieve it tomorrow. Vision! Vision! But Nigerians don't have vision. Our senators, their vision is to steal more money. I'm telling you, as they're sitting there, they're saying, ah, how much have I stolen? 25B. Now I'm stolen 100B. Yeah. I must, I must double my own stealing. I must double my stealing. How can this guy be having 100 billion? Is he a better crook? I'm a better crook now. I'm smarter than him in crookery. I must go and do what I don't make my money. I can't listen. I can't listen. I can't listen. I'll steal me. For where? And they're not thinking of what to do with the money. Just to steal it. So they are cooking up. They call their PAs. PA, come, come. I can't steal more. Because that guy has 100 billion. I have 22 billion. We must steal more. Okay, when you steal the money, what do you do with it? Eh? I don't even know. I have vision to say, I want to build a, the biggest building in my village. I want to put light in my village for nine months without anybody paying Nepa. Let me go and buy transformer, buy this, and you use that money to do it. They can't, they can't have that vision. To give people, let me do school. Let me be the first person that will do free education for two years. Uh-huh. Let me go and do it. They won't do it. God will help us. That's why church is better. Because church gives you the moral basis for your vision. Number one is what? See the invisible. You have to conceive it. So today, I ask you to start conceiving. So say, God, please give me an idea. He will give you some ideas. Oh, you want you to start what? Conceive it so you can achieve it. Number two, it is most times considered impossible. Visions 
are most times considered impossible by many, but indeed achievable. Ingredient of God-given vision or visions. Number one, you must see the invisible. Two, must be, it will be considered by many people as impossible. I've come to realize it. All visions were considered impossible at some point. Dubai that you see today, I can bet you there are critics to that Emile. It's not possible. Look at him. Aliko's vision to be the richest African, I'm sure years ago, is oh, you are crazy. It's possible. So don't ever be afraid when people say it's impossible. Because for it to be vision, it must be considered impossible by many. If you are looking for something, everybody will say it's possible. It's not a democratic decision. Not everybody will buy into it. They didn't buy into Moses. Moses went there. God said we are going. His own people said he's crazy. Go for where? Where are we going to? To go and start a new nation. Where? We don't have the skills to build a nation. Where are we going to start a new nation? Moses. God told me we should leave this place and go and start a new His own people did not believe in his own vision to go and start a new country. Modern day America, people don't believe it. When they left, the, they went and discovered a new world. They didn't believe it. When they left British, they said, we're going to start a new country. They didn't believe it was possible. We look at it today, the biggest country in the world, ruling the whole world. Some say, Donald Trump cannot build the world. Wait now. When you finish the world, you will see the world. Everything. The guy said, I've conceived it, I've achieved it. I won't be surprised if he achieves it. When Obama said he'll be the president, they said he was mad. I said he was crazy. A black man from Chicago, not a governor, no experience. He said, he said we can. Yes, we can. And he became president two times. I said it was impossible. How can he beat Hillary Clinton? A black man in America. How can a black man occupy a white house? Let's call it black and white. It's white house. White, not black house. White house. That a black man occupied where? The name of the house did not, did not make him fear. Call it white house, call it purple house. I'm a black man, I'm going in there. In our generation, no. Jesse Jackson was crying. Human rights activists were crying that is this possible? When Martin Luther King Jr. had that dream, that we will see the same dream in our lifetime, a black man become president. You don't understand what happened in the 60s. You don't have a clue. How they op- even up to now, they still oppress black men. That a black man become president. It, it was almost inconceivable how much more they're possible. The man conceived it. I want to be president of America. Hey! You? Yes. How I will be. And he became president for eight years. And I'm asking you to please consider this small vision of saying let this church be 2,000 members. You can't even conceive it in your mind. Thank you, ma'am. Yes, we can. We must say we can't do it. Also, yeah, it's not possible. Our church is different. Our location is far. The distance is far. You people have problems. I'm telling you. This people here will say, ah, it's not possible. You know, our distance to this place, from the road to this place, our location. Our... Why is it not possible? 2,000 people. Out of how many people in Lagos? 20 million. How many people in Suleri? 1.6 million in Suleri. You can't, you can't take 2,000 to this church. And you, don't have to, you can't believe my vision. You cannot say, yes, we can bring 2,000 here every Sunday. And that is difficult for you to conceive. People, I'm not saying presidency. People. You can't conceive that small vision. Hey, you see, we have a problem. We have a problem. You can't conceive that vision. How can you not say you want to build the biggest shop, the biggest mall? We should be saying, Reverend, next five years, let's have our own mall in Suleri. Uh-huh. Now you are talking. Look for a land for me, Kola. How much will the land cost us? Get a bank loan. 
Let's build a mall. Let it be photo shopping mall. Our investment, bring money. That is the vision of the beginning. Say, not to be saying that. Uh, we will own the mall. People will be there. They will pay us. Shop price will be our tenant. Yeah. Then we can have money for evangelism, TV ministry. But if you can't even conceive two thousand members, how can you be conceiving shopping mall? If you can conceive it, say it again. If you can conceive it. There are people that will say it is impossible. Flip them. That's their job. Oh, there are people that must be around you. Those who say it's not possible, don't fight them. I have stopped hating them or fighting them. I know they have a place in your life, but don't listen to. Oh, just leave them between their own. It's impossible. That is why their name is impossible. Number three, it is usually seen by one. Write it down. Not by all. Vision is usually seen or conceived by one, not by all. That's why they call him visionary. So, mistake I used to make is that I used to believe that vision must be democratically agreed. I used to look for democratic consensus on vision. It's not. It was Moses God gave it to, not ever. A whole lay up and beside a call to come and help him build. It was Moses. God gives one, Paul said in Acts 26 verse 19, I was not disobedient to the heavenly vision. I, not we. Luke and others joined him. So it's usually conceived by one, not many. That's the ingredient of vision. Finally, it's driven by passion and conviction. Driven by passion and conviction. Having the vision and then sitting down does not make it a vision. You, they will know your vision by the way you drive it. The four ingredients. These are the four ingredients of vision. To know if you have one, check those four things. Number one, this conceived before it's achieved. You must see the invisible. Have you seen some invisible thing? Number two, it's most times considered as impossible. That thing people are telling you, Yuma, is not possible. Forget it. It's not. In fact, everyone will not allow you. Don't mind them. Everyone will allow you. They will say that. Number three, usually seen by one. You don't have to see it. You see it. You've seen it. Go and do it. Number four, driven by passion and conviction. Put your hands together as this young man gives me his vision. Let me see his vision. <laughs> Fractured the woman that is crying. I want you to please have your own vision. You should paint your own future. Rise to your feet, everybody. Thank you for listening. To get copies of Reverend Yomika Sally's messages, kindly visit our ministry material store at www.hmiradio.com and also worship with us at Foundation of Truth Assembly Headquarters on 40 Stroke 42 Imam Dowder Street off Eric Mosso, Lagos. God bless you.